Well, over the last couple of weeks, we've been seeing chaos at some of our borders. And I think the Bait Bridge border post in the Limpopo end of our country, the uh, link between Zimbabwe and South Africa, has been a classic example of such. And we've seen thousands of people trying to hop over for, for the Christmas period and then thousands of people trying to hop back into the country, into South Africa for whatever reason, work, school, um, and whatever reasons they were here in the first place. So, I mean, of course, the problem is that borders shouldn't be that way. We shouldn't have what uh, the Minister of Home Affairs, uh, Dr. Arun Mutualedi, at some stage called a humanitarian crisis waiting to happen. But that's pretty much where we found ourselves. And we've seen the intervention even of the SANDF coming in to assist. So what is the latest as far as our borders are concerned and where are the problems? Joining us on the line speaking on behalf of the Home Affairs Ministry is Sia Koza. Good morning. Yes, good morning. Uh, thanks very much. Uh, good morning to you and the team. Uh, thanks very much for the opportunity. I mean, as of last night, Sia, what can we say about the situation at Bait Bridge in particular? Because we know that seems to be where the biggest influx has been uh, within our border situation. Well, um, around about uh, 3 o'clock uh, yesterday, all of the people who were gathered outside the entrance into South Africa had been cleared. Um, the, the, the main reason for, for that is because uh, immigration officials, police and the army worked very hard uh, to, put, uh, to get those uh, crowds uh, organized. Um, by, uh, by Tuesday afternoon, they had uh, made sure that everyone fell into the into the two lines. When you get to the port, they, uh, there are markings on the ground uh, which uh, show which people where people should stand, and that is in compliance with the COVID regulations. Uh, what we saw on uh, Tuesday morning was that people simply ignored uh, those markings and guidelines, and uh, they were also ignoring the officials who were on the ground trying to make sure that uh, they were following those lines. So the army, immigration officers, and the police in the afternoon of Tuesday, he helped us to to, to, uh, to enforce uh, those COVID regulation, uh, COVID-19 regulations, and uh, they started processing people. Um, at the moment, uh, the port is still quiet. Uh, the people who are mostly uh, going through the port now um, are, are trucks and the immigration, uh, sorry, not immigration, essential services uh, workers. Part of the reason the port uh, has uh, quieted down a bit is because of the, of the implementation of the lockdown on the Zimbabwe side. So we don't mm. expect that we're going to have uh, another spike in uh, traveler movements uh, through the port. Right, right. I mean, there's been concern, uh, Sia, over our borders. And we know, I know there are a number of ports of entry, airports, etc. But let's, let's just focus on borders here for a second. Uh, what have you found to be the biggest issues that you are grappling with as home affairs when you look at all our uh, borders and, you know, the places of entry around the countries? Um, the biggest problem is uh, people's failure to, to adhere to COVID uh, regulations. I spent four days at Bait Bridge uh, uh, from the 1st of, uh, of, of January just to, to go there and observe what was going on. Because uh, we had anticipated that there was going to be um, a, an increased, uh, rather higher movement of people. We then came up with a plan of how we were going to deal with, uh, with that uh, expected uh, higher increase. Uh, the, the, the mainstay of that plan was to basically increase the number of officials who are there so that you can also increase the workstation. Um, the idea was to make sure that uh, people spend as little time as possible at, at, uh, at the port. But what we then found was that uh, people would be there, would go there and, uh, and simply ignore uh, COVID-19 regulations. For an example, 
we went to the testing area because we also have got health uh, officials. Um, maybe just to explain what happens. If you mm. present yourself at the border with a PCR test, um, you are then uh, processed, you are screened by health officials and then uh, processed by immigration officials. So your processes uh, through the border are very quick. If you then, if you however uh, arrive without uh, a COVID-19 certificate, mm. you then uh, screened and tested at the border before you get into into South Africa. Only mm. people with a negative uh, COVID-19 uh, test would be allowed in. Um, anyone who tested positive, all of those who tested positive were returned, uh, were denied entry, and they went back to their countries uh, of origin. We also saw that uh, there were some people who presented uh, fake um, medical uh, certificates, uh, COVID-19 certificates. Those people were denied entry, and they were also banned from uh, entering South Africa for, for five years. Basically, the health officials, who are professional in this case, would be able to pick up uh, some inconsistencies mm. in the COVID-19 uh, certificate. And then from sure. there, they would then call the lab. If the lab does not exist, then they will interview the person. If the person gives uh, information which is inconsistent with how the tests are being done, those people right. will then um, depart from, uh, from entering South Africa. So that, that, uh, that is the second problem. And then the third problem is that people would get there and uh, simply not wear masks uh, properly. So most of the challenges that we've had are, in, are aligned to, to the compliance uh, with, um, with COVID-19 regulations. So yeah, there's a lot of strategies or measures put in place to make sure that everything runs smoothly and as it should. But a lot of people still feel like our borders are porous and they, quite frankly, just don't work. Even before COVID, what do you say to that? Well, um, government has already acknowledged that uh, our borders are porous. And uh, because of that, uh, we've got a, 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 the interventions that we came up with uh, for this uh, December can only be short term. So these are short term uh, interventions to try and make sure that everyone who comes into South Africa has been cleared uh, and uh, we know their COVID uh, status. But in the long term, we've got, we've got a policy which we call the Border Management uh, Authority. That is going to coordinate and uh, unify all of the operations which are taking place at the port. Now, if you go to a port, you find uh, home affairs, uh, immigration officials, you find uh, police, you find uh, the Department of Health, uh, Port Health, you find the Army, you find the Department of um, Environmental Affairs and Department of Agriculture. So under the Border Management Authority, you're going to have one authority, one single authority, and you're also going to, uh, that's also important for, 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 for purposes of command uh, and control. When, 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 when something happens uh, that needs the police, only the police can deal with it. And then when you've got this uniform and uh, unified uh, agency at the port, you will then be able to better manage uh, the activities at, at the port. That is mm-hmm. the one part. Then the second one is basically... Um, upgrading the infrastructure around our ports. And, and that one is called a one-stop uh, border, border post. One of the key things there is that instead of uh, you being stopped on the South African side and then you walk across uh, to the, for an example, Zimbabwean side, we now would have uh, immigration officials of both countries sitting side by side. Uh, so you I go see. into immigration, you get processed mm-hmm. by South African uh, officials. A few meters from there, you get processed by the Zimbabwean officials, and then you enter. So that would uh, reduce the the, num- the amount of time that you actually spend uh, at each uh, at each at each border. So we are going to be rolling this out uh, in the six um, busiest ports, 
those being um, Page Bridge uh, with uh, Zimbabwe, Libombo with uh, Mozambique, uh, Oshwuk uh, with uh, with uh, Eswatini, Masiru and the Fixback with um, with Lesotho and Copfundin uh, with uh, Botswana. Right. So yeah, we're going to leave it there for now. I mean, it's a it's it's a big uh, talking point, the issue around borders, and I'm sure we will speak again. But thanks for your time and thanks for just bringing us up to speed with a number of interventions uh, from your side. Thank you very much for the opportunity. You have a great uh, year ahead. You do. All right. That's uh, Sia Koza, spokesperson, speaking on behalf of the Ministry of Home Affairs. With everything you've heard in that conversation, do you like some of the plans that they have? Uh, or do you have other suggestions on how we can better manage our borders in order to make them run efficiently, quite frankly? You can tweet us and hashtag the morning flavor. It's time for the headlines now and sport.